was a good time Just a bad decision We were all wrapped up with the best intentions You were out of my league And I was running out of time To string together words that were gonna make you mine Ain't it funny how it all works out? Ain't it funny how it all works out? Ain't it funny how every now and then the unfortunate kind get lucky sometimes? Thirty-nine years You've been putting up with me said we'd never see our first anniversary do you remember that first week good morning how's everyone doing happy wednesday it's wednesday morning it's gonna be a cloudy day in new york city which is exciting i'm excited about that ah i didn't change the graphic for the uh the book i blew it but anyway, what's up, everyone? Good morning. How are you doing? Who do we got? We got bada bada ba. We got Detroit Dabber. We got Steve B. We got Norm, Vinny, Jill, BVD, Morgan, Scott, Josh. Don't forget the intro. Welcome to the morning show. I drink some coffee and we find some rabbit holes and we go in random directions every day. But. What leads us into those random directions is a random town of the day, a random baseball player, and then a book slash poem slash documentary. And that's kind of what we do. Uh, so good morning to everyone that's hanging out. Morning to Kyle. Uh, some Brad Foreman asked, do you feel that earthquake? No. Is there an earthquake in, in Manhattan? Um, I did not feel earthquake uh rick in facebook david in facebook chris morning 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 enrique kraus todd father todd says today's the yankees day i can feel it oh yeah oh yeah in new jersey and brooklyn there was an earthquake i didn't feel it no i didn't feel it um I don't know if I've ever felt an earthquake. I think there's been small ones when I lived in California, too. But I didn't feel those either. How's everyone doing? Fantastic. Let's see if I can uh, quickly edit on the fly here. There's a typo in the name as well, I'm hearing. I don't really care about typos. Uh, people care about typos a lot, though. So I guess I should care about typos. Ain't it funny how it all works out? You guys like American Aquarium? This is um, B.J. Barnum, who's the lead singer. He really is American Aquarium, but he did a solo album. I forgot that when I do Coozer, I've been putting up a picture of his face, which kind of makes me laugh. We can't even see it, so why am I doing that? Um, not doing it anymore. Okay. 
Okay, let's start the show. How's everyone doing? It was uh, American Aquarium, BJ Barnum. I like him. I like his songs. I like his songs. You're getting that Travis Scott McDonald's meal. I don't know what that is. Brad, you keep saying things in the Periscope chat that I have no idea what they mean. Travis Scott McDonald's meal. Damn. Brian Tully, he's in the Facebook chat. He's in Thailand, 12 hours ahead of y'all. That's cool. Comes Jake. Got me a sandwich. Early. Early today. I almost wore that shirt yesterday. Got a little hot sauce for you, too. Ooh, nice. Did you feel the earthquake? I was the earthquake. Wow. That's love. huge news. We're talking about Bullhead City, Arizona today. Mm. Bullhead City, Arizona. You've never been there? Well, you need to go because it's the largest micropolitan area in Mojave County. No idea. You had no idea. In March of 1864, the current site of Bullhead City was the location of a settlement called called Hardyville, named for early resident and politician William Harrison Hardy, who's who's credited with the invention of the riveted mail sack. I hate what is the riveted mail sack? Riveted mail sack. Am I going to be like, ah, of course. Hold up. Chain mail came up. When I Googled, when I Googled riveted, riveted mail sack, what was this guy's name? William Hardy? Just chain mail came up. What the hell are we talking about? Like, not even a mail sack, just straight chain mail. What the? You guys know what a riveted? You guys know what a riveted uh, mail sack? <laughs> riveted mail sack is? This is what we're getting over here. We're just getting chain mail. Um. All right. I had a roommate once. I had a ma- I had a roommate once who made chain mail. So we had chain mail lying around our apartment. There's a scene in the show Jake and I created where I have a knife and I have chain mail over my eye and I'm just st- stabbing. Uh, fun times. That's on uh, YouTube. Grown losers. Anyway, uh, Bullhead City, Arizona is right here. Okay. For all of you that didn't know, pretty close to Vegas. Someone in the YouTube chat says by the Hoover Dam. That makes sense. Okay. It's right on the river. Hey, didn't we do another town right on this river, right in this area? Didn't we do a town? Oh, no. We did all the way down here by Yuma. That We did a town all the way down there. Okay, so did we do Yuma itself? I forget. So this is, oh, it's got a Walmart Super Center, so that's sucks for that town. Uh, oh, damn, it's like a lot of nothing. It looks like this downtown area's got a, oh, little like Peninsula River town area looks badass. Right on the border, Arizona and Nevada. Like, look at this. We got baseball fields, 
This is one of the bigger towns we've come across in a while. We've been in small Midwest towns. This fucking place has everything. It's all designed perfectly. Looks like it was planned out. What's all this shit? Besides this neighborhood. This neighborhood's in development. These people. First people. I guess that's the lot they got. There's going to have a bunch of neighbors soon on Peacock Drive. Paddock. Not Peacock. Paddock Drive. Man, being first to the neighborhood. Kind of cool because you probably see the whole thing grow around you. Or maybe this is like an arrested development uh, template house. To sell the neighborhood? You think this is real house or fake house, guys? We think this is just a real estate house? Or we think people live here? I think it's a staged real estate house to sell the neighborhood on Paddock Drive. All right. Two years from now, when we're still doing morning, we'll check out the Google satellite image of uh, the neighborhood of Wagon Wheel on Paddock Drive. See if it um, blossomed up. I mean, look at this. They got cul-de-sacs mapped out over here. Karen Way. Page Drive. They're named after Citrus. Holly, named after female names. Taylor Road. Go by. They're starting to build. They're gonna. It's going to fill up. Down here and then, then here. Uh, close to the river. Let's see what these river houses look like. It's kind of a cool, whoa, whoa, what happened? Okay. There's the river. Arizona doesn't really do it for me, man. It's so barren. Savage Beach. What a name. Do we, are there huts on Savage Beach? This is in Nevada now. Do we think... What are these little houses? These just, what are these? Tents? Savage Beach, Nevada. Why is it called that? They're little, they're little, um, I think we all know why it's called that, but it's kind of crazy that it's still called that. Those, those tents, they're just tents. They're not any buildings or structures. Savage Beach. I love the Mesa house designs in Arizona. A lot of people do. I'm not a fan, but I don't know shit. It's just a dock in this little savage beach on the Colorado River. You think that place has a Wikipedia? Ah, don't do it, Jimmy. Don't do it. We don't have time. Savage Beach, Colorado River. Too interested. Too in. Okay, Big Bend State Park shot from the beach, Laughlin. They called it Savage Beach. What the hell is this? Oh, yeah, just free beats. Here's Savage Beach. Oh, drinking beer. Yes, make playing in the sand. Kids running.
Um, I, <laughs> this is just like a family's vacation. <laughs> the Savage Beach. What am I supposed to be talking about? All right, let's check this out. Um, this is uh, a secret passage in a Bullhead, Arizona. You can drive through the canyons, it looks like. Actually looks kind of badass. We're going to go fast motion speed here. And let's drive through these canyons. They got two trucks for people that are just listening on the podcast app. Appreciate you. Thank you. If you want to leave a review, you can. But it's mostly uh, a video thing. So I get it if you're not inclined to listen to this. This is cool. How do they find this? They create this? That guy taking... That rock seems super unsteady. You guys see this one right here? Seems pretty unsteady. Look. So you fall down at any time. This is cool. If I was in the area, I'd want to drive through this. I think that would be a pretty wild experience. That you don't. How do they? They have to have. I mean, these cars fit perfect. This had to be smaller, and they chiseled it away to get through. I almost want to know the history of this secret pass. Like, how did it get to be this size? And how many sketchy things have gone down at night? Here. It's crazy. It's just as wide. I mean, does this flood? Does a river run through this? Is this natural and cars just happen to fit? How do you test this? And then if you get stuck, you have to reverse out of the whole thing. It had to be man-made for cars, or at least widened by man. Let's see what this says. All right. The Narrows at Secret Passage. This is actually pretty... Pretty cool, in my opinion. Living in Las Vegas, vlog 156. Shout out to Billy Yowell. Yowl. Um, what's this? Now we got like a secret tunnel. We're putting a car through that. What's this? What are they looking at? It looks like a secret cave tunnel. They're not going in it. At least put the camera in there, guys. Put the, put the camera with the light on. Oh, wait. okay. Walking away. Damn it. Didn't get to see in there. Really wanted to. All right. Bullhead, Arizona, secret passage. You know what could happen? Maybe Anthony has notes on here. Uh, 10 or 20 miles away from the outlying mountains, there were several mines, gold, silver, and copper of more or less richness, and the mill was located here to take advantage of the two great essentials, wood and water. As the silver price declined in the late 1880s and early 1890s, the Hardyville Mill, its only remaining economic resource, became idle, and the remaining population of the town left, believing it to become a ghost town. Hardyville Pioneer Cemetery, a small cemetery now a historic landmark, is the most significant existing remnant of Hardyville. Hardyville would be re-resurrected as Bullhead City with the construction of the Davis Dam between 1942 and 1953. Wow, uh, a ghost town came back to life. That's cool. Um, Hardyville would be home to an international airport, two hospitals, one of the hottest cities nationwide during the summer. Fuck that. Summers are very hot with temperatures frequently exceeding 100 degrees Fahrenheit in July and August, and winters are mild with days exceeding temperatures 65. Yeah. Um, Bullhead 
City hosts many annual events, the most notable being a River Regatta. River Regatta. One of the... Okay, I want to know the history of the secret pass trail. History. Um, people trapped underwater in caves just die. Ooh, BBD, our, our cave expert on the show here. Um, lets us know the harsh truth of being trapped in a cave. Um, all right. Ah, arrest made in murder of eight-year-old girl in Bullhead City when you Google history of the secret past. That sucks. Why do we have no history of this? I want to know how the secret passes came to be, what they were utilized for. It's 12-mile, moderately trafficked point trail. Fun treks, secret canyon pass. Hey, guys, guys, tell me how they started and shit. That's what I want to know. Do you think they have Google Maps through the canyon? Like, is this in the canyon? No. All right. Someone tell me the history of the secret passes because they're not. It's bothering me. Someone in the Facebook chat, John, just said because it's a secret. Great answer. Now, producer Anthony, he had a section called Weird News, and it says kid kills grandmother's best friend, so we may be going to death pod. I'm going to click it, not on the public page, um, and see how bad this is. 24-year-old man charged first three minutes death of his grandmother's best friend. Okay. Um, fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. Oh. Oh, more, more, more death pod stuff. Today on Jam uh, Boy Media, talking baseball is out. There's talking Yanks. We interviewed Randall Gritchick. If you're a Yankees fan, if you're a Blue Jays fan, you'll 100% like it. If you're a baseball fan, you'll probably enjoy it because we did ask just some general baseball questions as well with him and had a lot of fun because he's fucking kills the Yankees. John Boy and Jake Radio will be live at 10. Wake and Jake will be live at 9.30. There's talking baseball out. We had Trevor's tidbits, asked him about the bubble situation. He had some uh, interesting comments. But talking folk is out, and I checked. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to it today because I've been reading on the bus to and the commute to work instead of uh, listening to podcasts. And, and I looked at what today's episode of talking folk was about. And it says, special episode, celebrating Justin Towns Earl. And I was like, that's interesting. Why? I didn't know that he passed away. And I don't know if you guys know who Justin Towns Earl is, but he was only 38 years old, um, son of Steve Earl. Um, super sad. I really, really like Justin Towns Earl. Like, if he had a new new album out, I was going to be – I don't know what, what songs they talked about on the show, but I'm going to be tuning in. But he put out um, – Man, he put out two albums, and uh, I don't know if people liked him in 2014, Single Mothers, Absent Fathers, and there's a song, there's such, he, very sad songs, but this, the song called Picture in a Drawer is so sad. This is his sound. Mama, if 
Anyway, he passed away. So, talking about people dying. That's sad. Uh, I like him, his music a lot. And that's kind of tragic. So, thoughts to people close to him. And we'll move on. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving on to the random player of the day. I have his name wrong, but uh, Young Hung Kim. How do you pronounce it? Young Hun Hyun Kim. That's like B Young Hyun is how. Really? That's how baseball reference has it. I mean, Kim as a Yankee fan, is you just think of the 2001 World Series, which we're coming up on the anniversary of very quickly, uh, and him blowing the two games, but he did, he did win a World Series ring, is what you think of. Let's see what else we got going on from South Korea. There's currently four big leaguers from South Korea in the MLB. Um, Kim on the Cardinals. Ryu. Chu. And Choi. Ryu, Kim, Chu, Choi. Those are the four big leaguers right now from South Korea. There's only four of them. Two starting pitchers, two hitters. Uh, played for nine seasons, D-backs, Red Sox, Rockies, Marlins. D-backs, Rockies, Marlins is like the trifecta of expansion teams with jerseys I don't like. So good for him, especially when he played for all those three teams. That dude didn't wear a cool jersey his whole career. Wore a lot of vests. That's three vest teams. D-backs, Rockies, Marlins. Is that three teams with, with vest jerseys? Red Sox probably never did that. Maybe they did. Sometimes the Red Sox ugly themselves up on purpose, wear all green and stuff like that. Yeah, that's tough three teams, jersey-wise. Uh, he's remembered for his role in the 2001 World Series in which he gave up consecutive ninth-inning leads to both in both game four and five. Yeah, that was good times. His first and last games were against the New York Mets, and in his MLB debut, he got the save after striking out Mike Piazza. Owns a Japanese restaurant named Umi Sushi in San Diego, and he appeared on the King of Mask Singer. What? In, in Korea? Like, how would an American audience know King of Mask Singer? How would an, I mean, it had to be a South Korea, right? How would an American audience be able to guess that? Yes, South Korea. Okay. Let's see how he, how he looked on that. Is this him? Looks cool. That's the head he wore. Okay, I see. So, so this is him. Well, good for you. Oh, you know what we should do? MLB.com slash video. They just updated their whole video site, and now you have videos all the way back from... 1939. Now, I th I thought this meant player name. I thought this meant we were going to have, like, mundane videos. Um, like, everyday videos, but they it's not. It's, it's still just, like, highlights. I don't really get what they did. Like, all these were available on YouTube. So I'm not knocking what they did, the MLB crew, but I don't get what they did different. But they're celebrating this as if they changed, and now they're like, you have videos available from 1930. But all these videos that are, like, when I search his name, these are on YouTube. 
I have no idea. Oh, he threw an immaculate inning in 2002. Let's watch it. Let's all watch and be impressed. Well, he's been awfully good all season long, Greg. 16 games he's been in already. He's pitched 19 innings. He has whoa, 34 whoa, whoa, whoa. strikeouts, and Too he's big. only walked five. Here's Rowland to lead it off. He's over three tonight with a couple of strikeouts. And he'll take a submarine pitch. One. Tuesday in Pittsburgh starts to lose. Swing and a miss by Rowland. You see the guy behind home plate doing the radar gun with like a walkie talkie after every pitch. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Don't do that anymore. That's just pure filth. That is a nasty pitch. Submarine slider to get rolling. Oh, what was that? Pitches five strikes. He's ahead of Lieberthal. Here's a pitch. Struck him out swinging. He had like a two seamer <laughs> that ran arm side, came back, but yeah. throw submarine, I, so I mean, it's really. And he is two for three. He'll that pitch. In the outside corner. That they're just saying that's his fastball. It's a two seamer. I mean, that's a nice pitch. They've never seen anything like him. Oh and two on Burrow with two outs in the eighth. Five four Arizona. The wind by Kim of the pitch. And he struck God out. damn, that fastball's I mean the slider is nasty, but this they've never seen anything like him. This uh submarine two seamer that comes ba- bites back a little bit is look at that. And he struck him That's fucking awesome. Ugh. Ugh. Dotted that. That was cool. Oh. Him and Kent had the benches clear once. Okay, we're gonna watch this one. And here is Jeff Kent. He'll be an all-star for the fifth time. Here he is with another vest uniform. Rockies. Very well deserved. 298 average, 15 home runs, 59 RBIs. Okay. Video decided to stop working. And we're just refreshing now. So... Hit him. Jeff Kent points his bat at him. Says, hey, Kim walks towards him. Not scared at all. Love it. Kim's tiny. He just walks straight up to Kent like, okay, dude. Bad blood centered around Jeff Weaver. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't want to. Do all of that. Um, what, how old was he when he came over? 20 years old. That's kind of crazy, right? How did that happen? I mean, is that the youngest player to come over from South Korea? He was 20? All right. Most games played by South Korean is Shin Su Chu. Okay, Chanho Park was 21. Shinsu Chu was 22. Choi was 23. Okay, so it's a little different than when people come over from Japan. They are 28 for Kang. G-Man Choi, 25. Shinsu Kim, 28. All right. Rob Snyder. 
I wonder if he's the youngest. Debut. This would be much easier. No. 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 That doesn't tell me the age. Um. All right. Does he have the most most strikeouts by a pitcher? Is Shin Su Chu? No, I want pitching stats, dummies. Most inning pitched by a South Korean pitcher is Chan Ho Park. And then Kim's got the second most. Ryu coming up on it. A couple more seasons. Most strikeouts is easily Chan Ho Park. All right. He came over so young. That's crazy. That's crazy. If we Google, if we Google, um, what time is it? Oh, I'm running late. If we Google uh, young, young Kim Rockies, right? Are we going to get a, some vest? Okay, so Rockies, he wore a vest. Diamondbacks, we know he wore a vest, but we'll just bring it up for the visual. Um, Diamondbacks, vest. Marlins. Oh, maybe he did it on the Marlins. Maybe they were doing real uniforms then. Oh, could be huge news. Could be huge news. When did he pitch on the Marlins? You know who's another all-vest team? Council. Craig Council. He won two World Series in vests. Marlins and Diamondbacks. So if the I've been saying this, if the Brewers want to win, they got to get a vest uniform because Council in a vest wins. So he only played for played for Florida in in for the Marlins in two thousand seven. Marlins two thousand seven uniforms. Give me a vest. Give me a vest. I don't think they wore them. I think we're too late. I think they they went sans vest. There's a vest. Wait, what year is this? Shit, 97. Yeah. Damn. I was hoping hoping we had full vest crew. Red Sox ever worn a vest? Red Sox uniforms vest. I feel like they try a bunch of shit all the time. No. Cause that'd be gross. Red Sox uniforms green. Gross. So gross. Um. Karate in the face on Periscope said, "I genuinely enjoy these morning shows. Great to know I'm not the only one deep diving random stats." Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh. They're, uh, it's a weird format. People seem to enjoy it. Other people don't get it at all, and that's kind of cool. It's just dancing around the internet, finding some weird shit. And you go to your coworker who you don't want to talk to at all, and you say, "Hey, did you know Kim played for three teams that wore vests, but the Marlins actually didn't wear a vest?" And the, your coworker says, oh, "Please leave, please leave." Coozer, uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Give me a page. I think we're almost done with this Coozer book, which is actually, but I haven't been reading these in order, which is bothering me because I, I want to make sure I read every single poem before I move on to the next Coozer book, uh, which I'm excited about. Josh, we've done page 22. I'm not going to let you guys do that to me again. 
Uh, 96. I don't think this has 96 pages. 93 is the most. Uh, 39. Okay, Detroit Dabber with 39. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are the odds that we're going to... It's called, so this is Nebraska. It's kind of longer one, though, and the show went long. So we'll go to 12. All right, 12 was the next one. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Okay. Eighty-nine is a real short one. And I ran long anyway, because I went into too many rabbit holes. Uh okay. Year's end, it's called. Eighty-nine. Ted Kuzer. Jill, odds this gets to be uh become a death pod. What do you got? Here we go. Ted Kuzer. Real D says, I was first. I did page 49, but it's too long. It's too long. We went too long. Uh, Now the seasons are closing their files on each of us. The heavy drawers full of certificates rolling back into the tree trunks. A few old papers flocking away. So it's the end of the year. The seasons are closing their files. The heavy drawers full of certificates rolling back into the tree trunks. A few old papers flocking away. Someone we loved has fallen from our thoughts, making a little glittering splash like a bicycle pushed by a breeze. Otherwise, not much has happened. We fell in love again, finding that one red feather on the wind. Whoa. Just kind of time passing poem. Things are happening. Someone we loved has fallen from our thoughts, making a little glittering splash like a bicycle pushed by a breeze. Mm. 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 (sighs) Think it's just a classic. Another year went by, and then another year's going to go by. Not a sad way, just in a that's what happens way. The heavy drawers full of certificates rolling back into the tree trunks. Like all, I don't know. No death in this one. I think it's just uh, Ethan Roberts says this too shall pass. Yeah, they just think it's, you know, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Choi was 19 when he came to the States and signed with the minors. That's crazy. It's a different system. I just was... Uh, I prefer the Bukowski poems. Kuzer is nice too, though. Well, we'll rotate. I got, and I want to buy some more. I got a whole bunch here. I, I can just keep a rotation. I can just, I can keep a rotation. We can do votes. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll do it. I do Kuzer a lot because he's short. I really like um, Stone Hotel. is really short too. All the poems that dude wrote from prison. Prison. Uh, and then I have. Brown here because he's kind of spoken word, but I need to get more, dude. I'd I'd love to get like a whole library full. I've told you guys that a million times. Let me just do it. Um, check your DM. I did what you told me to. Oh, on what? On what? On what social media, Josh? I'm trying to get you the the wrench. Abe is on uh, a little holiday with his kids. Hope he's having a fantastic time. Um, Twitter. 
Uh, oh, Instagram DMs. That's a nightmare of a place, but I will sort through them. Let's see. Let's see. Currently have 50. Um, I'll find it. And you'll get that wrench. And that's the show. Sad that Justin Towns Earl died. Okay, so we did BG Barnum, Bullhead City, The Secret Passage, which is a secret. I want to know if they were man-made, if the river ran through it and the river doesn't run through it. It seems like a river would have run through it, which made the passage, and then it was man-made over time to actually make cars fit. But I want to know for sure. Bullhead City... Bullet City was kind of cool. It's kind of, there was a lot of houses packed in. We saw some developments in process, so we're basically like ahead of the game, housing-wise. You know, we know what's coming. Go buy up. And Savage Beach, we watched a family's vacation. And then we talked about Kim. Great. See you tomorrow. Play this sad song by BJ again on the way out. Enjoy Waking Jake. With Jake. He's the guy that hosts that show. He'll be more awake than I ever years. You've been putting up with me. Bye, guys. Bye, you folks said we'd never see our first anniversary. Do you remember that first week? When you burnt that pecan pie? And I ate the whole damn thing I couldn't stand to see you cry Ain't it funny how it all works out Ain't it funny how it all works out Ain't it funny how every now and then the unfortunate kind